The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, in an exclusive News Talk poll carried out by Amorok, uh, we have found that only 25%. Uh, of people surveyed say they've been to a professional female sporting event. 78% say they have been to the male equivalent. Well, our reporter Josh Crosby has been out on the streets trying to find out why this might be the case. Probably go to men's games more than women's. Why do you think that is? Because there's more of them. Like, women's games isn't as common as men's would be. What would you like to see being done, I suppose, to increase attendances at female sporting events? You know, like instead of all the adverts for the men's sports, like change some of them to women's as well. I played hurling myself. It's a lot more exciting. Fellas just beating off each other. There's a lot more intensity. There's always, I suppose, a crowd even at compare like senior games and women's sport to junior games and men's sport, and you'd still drag a, an awful crowd to the men's. I like a bit of boxing, yeah. Have you done a bit of bit of boxing, yeah? Yeah. The likes of Katie Taylor and Kelly Harrington. What have they done for? Katie sport? Taylor lives in my area. I'm okay. from Bray. Right. She literally lives in my state. So she's the local hero? She's the local hero, Brian. Yeah. Did she attract you into the sport? Was it her success that got you into boxing? Yeah, got loads of kids in the area into it, especially girls. It was definitely needed. And what about going along to female sporting events? Have you been to many over the years? Not many, no. Haven't seen many, but sporting Katie and anyone local. Boxing, football as well. Would you be more inclined to go to a men's football game over a female's? No difference to me. Same sport. What's your sport? Soccer. Soccer, yeah. And what about female soccer? The World Cup's on at the moment now. I'd just have a look at the highlights. I wouldn't be watching that or going to see it or anything like that. You wouldn't book time off work to go look? Definitely not. If it was the Irish men's team, would you be paying a lot more attention? If they were winning. And what about (laughs) physically going to a game? Have you ever been to a female soccer game? Never. Never in my life. No, No, I don't think I would be either. Why is that? Just the standard of... Football isn't the best. Well, they've made it into the World Cup and the men haven't. Well, standard of football speaks for itself. We kind of watch a lot of mountain biking. Okay. So we'd watch the women's and the men's for that. Yeah, yeah. They run the events back to back on the same day on the same track. So it's not like you choose to watch men's or women's. It's all on at the same time. So they end up getting equal viewership, which is brilliant. So maybe other sports could learn from the style, the the format. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. So a swimmer for the better part of 10 years. Uh, My dad was actually an Olympic coach back in 2012. Uh, Coached... uh, a guy that actually ended up attending and represented Ireland in the breaststroke. Right, so it's in your blood. I guess you can say so. So was the chlorine. (laughs) (laughs) You were born like a fish in the water. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. came swimming. (laughs) When it comes to swimming in Ireland, where are we in terms of female and male support? I'd say generally, right, in Ireland, like everyone's fantastic at supporting everybody, right? When When we get someone who's homegrown in particular, everyone really kind of gets behind them and pushes them forward and really gives them an excellent, you know, boost, as you could say. Have you ever been to a female Female sporting event? Yeah, not in a while though, but with school. But I haven't gotten a few years, I'd say. And would you go to a men's sporting event then? I would, but not often. Why do you think you tend to go to a men's match rather than a I women's think match? It's a lot to do with reporting of games. Like you'd always hear when men are playing because like it's such a popular sport with men. But then when it comes to women, you often wouldn't find out until they probably lose or win. Like you wouldn't even realise the match would be on. I, don't, I think it's just to do it a lot with publication of it. So I suppose when you're listening to the news, should be half and half. Yeah, I think the only reason we're hearing about women's sport at the moment is that they've gone to the World Cup. But what about when they won the matches to get to the World Cup? All right, that's just some of the views of people on the streets speaking to our own reporter, Josh Crosby. Nora Stapleton, Director of Sport Ireland, is with me now. Nora, you're very welcome uh, to the show. Uh, what's your in- interpretation of, of these results? Far more people attending men's professional games than women's. Hi, Kieran. Um 
Yeah, I thought some of the comments there from uh, the various people in the streets were interesting and you can see there's a lot of positivity coming from it as well. I mean, I think we have to remember the professional era of the women's game is still so, so young um, and, you know, it's hard to define like what is professional sport or what are people talking about there? Is it rugby, football, um, which are probably two of the main ones if you think of the men's team and now in Ireland we're seeing, you know, for rugby contracts have just been awarded uh, for 15s to be there sevens but they tend to play all their matches overseas um, and then for, for football we're seeing now that professional side coming through where a lot of players are playing in professional leagues and like you can see the attendance is growing in Tala um, every time they play there and now with like their okay their performance at the World Cup I know the results we would have loved to have different results but in terms mm. of attendance at those games is absolutely huge and I think now when they come back to Ireland and they're playing Northern Ireland um, shortly in the Viva that we will see that increase in attendance but, but things are going in the right direction but there's you know huge momentum that we have to grasp and, and there's a role for multiple stakeholders in this you know you can't point any one finger I don't think. Yeah. I, I, I wonder as well to what extent um, these figures might be slightly different were you to include amateur sports, given that the most popular sports in the country are kind of uh, Gaelic games, which might not qualify here in terms of people's responses. They mightn't think of it, which I guess technically they shouldn't. It's not professional and it's, it's, it's not going to make it an absolutely egalitarian picture, but you had 50 odd thousand people at the ladies football final last year. Yeah, no, and and the ladies football finals have been getting huge numbers, um, and it's been fantastic. Camogie numbers are growing as well, um, but I think even they would say themselves, look, we have a job to do when it comes to the matches uh, prior to getting into the finals as well. But like when you look at that, why have the numbers been growing? A huge part has been to down to the brands that are getting involved, and I think that's across the board. Um, a lot of your listeners there talked about the visibility and being able to see upcoming fixtures and knowing that something is on. Um, when you look at ladies football, obviously Zido and Titi Kahar have had a massive push in that in bringing that level of visibility. Uh, for the women's football team at the minute, Sky and Cadbury's again ensuring that, that, uh, that the women's team has been visible across multiple different platforms. Um, but I think interestingly, some of the people there saying how when they pick up newspapers or when they hear uh, shows on the radio, they're not hearing about women in sport um, or women's sport coming up or results, etc. Um, and so therefore, you know, we, we all do have a part to play, I think. So the, the picture then is one of, of what kind of general improvement from what it was, but there's still a job of work to do. Oh, there's a massive amount of work to do. You know, I don't think any of us can sit back. And obviously, a big part of my role in Sport Ireland is um, in women in sport. I lead out on the Sport Ireland policy in women in sport. And it is something that we're revising at the, at the minute. And we're due to launch um, a kind of updated policy on that, I guess. But one of the key areas that we're looking in that is around visibility, but also the commercialisation. Um, it's also how do we support, and a lot of the work we do obviously is in that kind of supporting remit, it's through funding, etc. But how do we look at encouraging um, sports, particularly, you know, those bigger NGBs that are hosting sporting events? How do we try to change the what's on offer or change the event? Because I think we're now realising that it's not just take what we do for the men's team um, and how we've always hosted events and simply put the same structure in place and hope you get the same crowd. Um, it's a different target audience. The fans are different. There's an opportunity to grow the fans massively um, and we know from like global research that fans of women's sport are increasing all the time, that the money that is 
the opportunity that exists there to increase the revenue in women's sport is absolutely huge. Um, and so now we're looking at that in Ireland going, well, how do we how do we all learn from this? How do we mm. learn from one another? And how do we change up what we do? So I think more family friendly, targeting younger audiences, bringing in more creativity, more innovation, more technology, um, so that when somebody's in the stadium, you know, they're going to be on their phone. We're using that at the same time. We're building the profile of players. All of that is hugely important, especially for women's sport. It, it, it's interesting. Athletics was a, a kind of a, a big sport in our house uh, growing up because my sisters were so good at it. And, and it, it's fun it's a sport where there, it is almost egalitarian you know because the races are just run off one after another there's yeah. there's no kind of I'm only going for the men's race and not the women's race I'm not really interested mm-hmm. in women running but only men running you just don't tend to get that um, and, and I wonder to what extent you know the, again to go back to Gaelic Games the big big sport in this country the big team sport that the merger uh, the, the eventual merger that we know is coming down the tracks between the LGFA the Camogie Association and the GAA how important that might be as well that you don't have competing interests um, I think it will um, and obviously there's a huge job of work to, to do there and uh, there's a working group in place and, and I think um, you know we look forward to see what the update will be in February when they kind of outline the plans towards that merger but like that's not going to be in the next year or two I mean that does take time and mm. we've seen other mergers where it does take time but funny enough you mentioned athletics there I think that's a great example and people go to athletics and they're watching male female athletes and there's no difference and the people People watching don't see a difference and the attitude is one of you know equality the whole way through but what we also find is that athletics are one of the few sports where we see more female coaches um, proceeding or progressing through to high performance coaching um, and we don't see that in other sports mm. where there's a difference in that level um, or where they're, they're, they're separate as such like the, the events are separate the same as uh, swimming we see more women progressing through there but the, you know every, we still have a, a job to do in that respect as well How do you change that though? Because that's a kind of a cultural thing isn't it? Which the you know, coaching? They're, they're get, yeah getting more women involved and let's let's be honest we're kind of talking about more mothers involved a lot of the time because that's how you, you kind of get involved in coaching is often through kind of being on the sideline or the side of the pool or whatever it happens to be because your kids are doing it yeah and you get that tap on the shoulder and you know I, I've been that person who has tapped somebody and roped them in um, but when you actually look at it across the board we tend to see equal numbers of men and women starting off their coaching journey together so that kind of okay. foundation level where the parents are getting involved it's pretty equal um, it's when we start progressing to level 2, level 3 which would be kind of normally high performance say in Ireland that's where you find the fall off and look that comes down as a, there's a bit of a culture piece here not just maybe within sports leadership themselves but even in society where um, unfortunately we still see people that if they see a female coach they don't perceive them as being um, as equal or better than maybe a male coach that's standing beside them um, so that's where you know perceptions have to change stereotypes have to change and culture has to change as well and and we're working on that you know we, we see that as a huge part of what we have to do the leadership in the organisations the more women that you have involved in decision making working at, at higher levels Levels, senior levels, management and sport, that lends itself to, to bringing in this kind of culture change where there's that equal opportunity across all for all areas of sport mm. down through organisations. And look, we, we are 100% seeing a shift. Um, is it fast enough? No, I'll, I'll always say not. But in some areas, you'd be satisfied with and others, there's a lot more yeah. work to do. 
Well, listen, Nora, it's been really interesting uh, speaking to you and thanks a million for taking the time. Nora Stapleton is a director at Sport Ireland, Women in Sport lead uh, with the uh, organisation. Uh, listen, we've... The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.